today's episode, let's have a heart-to-heart conversation with those of you who minimize your dream because you're not making any money pursuing it. Today, I want to help you redefine success and have you consider that monetization of your dream, whether or not you might make money pursuing it, is a choice. It's not a measure of worth. So join me in exploring some mind shifts you can make to stoke some passion for that dream that won't leave you alone so that you can believe that the world needs your dream. That's all coming up next, right here on Stop Doubting Your Dream. Stay tuned. If you have a deep-rooted dream you long to pursue but feel held back by self-doubt, the possibility of failure, and the relentless demands of everyday life, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jeff Meyer, and I know that taking the leap of faith to make your dream a reality and overcome the seeds of doubt planted by those who say it's too risky can feel overwhelming and discouraging sometimes and cause you to question whether or not your dream is worth pursuing at all. But the truth is, it doesn't have to be an either-or choice. It's possible to pursue your dream without risking your stability or security in the process. And each week on the show, I'm going to show you and give you practical action steps you need to turn your dream into a viable source of income so you can live without regret, reshape your future, and create the meaningful change you want to see in the world, all without leaving your day job. So if you're someone who's ready to stop doubting your dream and start living it, let's dive in. Welcome back. This is episode 67. Last week we talked about regret and why so many people settle to keep working their day job instead of pursuing their dream. Another reason I see people not pursuing dreams is because they either don't think their dream can make money or they don't really have a burning passion for it to make money. Lurking behind this belief about monetizing their dream is a deep sense of insignificance. And it goes something like this. My dream won't make money, so what's the point? People don't want it. There's no value in it. Growing out of this belief is a weed that chokes out hope, kills creativity, and actually destroys identity for some And if we don't rethink this, I have seen this idea of significance wrapped up in whether or not it makes money, success um, being defined by how much money a dream pursuit can make. I have seen that idea lead to despondency, hopelessness low spirits arising from the realization of unfulfilled potential. I I have seen it lead to self-reproach, you know, where you blame yourself for not taking action, but you can't help it. You still don't take action. It leads to self-criticism and a negative self-perception. 
I've seen it lead to resentment, bitterness, and frustration towards yourself or for others who are successful in your eyes. And maybe the the biggest killer of all, melancholy, just this pervasive feeling of sadness and sorrow related to unachieved dreams, unfulfilled potential. These are common for those who think their dream is not significant enough to make money. Placing the value of our identity and our contribution on the results can lead to doubt and leads to shutting down the dream before it ever begins. I think in my story, for example, when I was first grappling with the idea of writing a book, I didn't get started writing the book. It almost didn't get written because I didn't believe anyone would want to read it. And that was before I even wrote it. No one would buy it. Not until I got to the place in my life and my heart that it didn't matter if anyone would buy a copy of her or not, but that I had something to share, something to get out of me, very really that I was writing this for me. Not until then did the ink begin to flow. And then when I wanted to start my coaching business with the Dream Accelerator offer, because I truly believe that reading a book doesn't change people, but community and coaching and accountability and encouragement lead to transformation, I almost didn't create the Dream Accelerator because I believe no one would pay for it. Let me say this as clearly as I can as we start this episode. Your dream's significance is not dependent on monetization. Let me say it again. Your dream's significance is not dependent on monetization. At the end of last year, my family had the wonderful privilege of going to the Vincent Van Gogh setup here in, in Madison. It was um, spectacular. The experience was amazing. And I learned so much about um, this amazing artist, Vincent Van Gogh, who died in 1890. I want you to think about his story for a minute as we think about valuing our dream on whether or not it makes money, okay? Vincent van Gogh's life and artistic career serve as a powerful illustration for us of how a dream's significance transcends monetary success. If you don't know much about his story, let me just give you a high-level view. If you do, you're already understanding where I'm going with this. Vincent dedicated his life to painting and created over 2,000 works of art, including some of the most celebrated pieces in art history. His commitment to his dream, to his craft, was unwavering, and he continued to paint even when he faced rejection and faced some immense financial challenges. He did not ever achieve commercial success during his lifetime. 
With over 2,000 works of art, some records suggest that he may have only sold one or two paintings during his lifetime and received very little recognition as an artist when he was alive. And yet, today, his paintings are among the most cherished and valuable in the world. So if you've been struggling with the idea that your dream isn't significant simply because it's not generating income, let's take a step back and look at a few ways today that you can find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in your non-monetized dreams. Before I share these with you, however, I want to let you know that I'm going to have a little bonus section at the end of this episode for those who actually would like to monetize their dream, but are afraid to or don't know if it would work for their dream or don't know how and need some idea starters to get them rolling. That's coming up at the end of the episode. A little bonus for those of you who do want to monetize your dream. But before we get to the bonus section, how can you change your thinking about your dream? How can you unhook its significance from whether or not it makes money? All right. Number one, redefine success. Redefine significance. We need to recognize, first of all, under this point, that there's a multi-dimensionality of success. There are so many dimensions, so many angles of success and significance beyond monetization. Success is not just about wealth or even recognition. Success and significance is also about finding joy and fulfillment in what you do, in what you create, in what you put out into the world. When your dream brings you happiness, personal growth, a sense of purpose, then it holds significant value, whether anybody else recognizes it or not, regardless of whether it achieves any monetary gains for you. So let's begin to recognize the many dimensions of success and significance. Let's redefine it. You also, under this point of redefining success, also need to learn to embrace personal fulfillment. So many times in my life pursuit, I have lost the personal fulfillment of the day-to-day working of what I do because I am so fixated on how it turns out, the results, whether or not people are captured by it, investing in it, whether or not I have turned people's thinking, it doesn't really matter. So embrace personal fulfillment. We have no control over the results. Take a moment to reflect on the aspects of your non-monetized dream that bring you personal Fulfillment. Are you learning, growing, or contributing to a cause you care about, regardless of the outcome? These are vital components of a significant and meaningful life. Spend as much time embracing and enjoying personal fulfillment as you do how it turns out. All right. 
So the first point I wanted to make here to unhook significance from whether or not it's monetized is redefining success. The second is this. Consider the ripple effect. You know, you drop a rock in the middle of the pond and it ripples out, right? Consider the positive impact your passion project. I love that. Maybe it's not a dream. It's a passion project. Consider the positive impact your passion project or dream has on the people around you. And if you don't know, maybe ask a few people who have been exposed to your passion project. Your dedication and enthusiasm inspires others. It does. It fosters a ripple effect of positive change and influence. I have a friend who has recorded music and put it up on Spotify, and he's not making any money doing it. And it's kind of discouraging for him sometimes when he thinks about that. But his music inspires others. And there's a ripple effect of positive change and influence through his lyrics, his voice, and his music. So consider that. Step back. Look at it. Number three, and perhaps the most important point of all today, monetization is a choice, not a measure of worth. Monetization is a choice, not a measure of worth. So when you think about how people wrap up their self-identity and their success and significance and how much money they make pursuing their dream, just remember, they made a choice. They made a choice to make money pursuing their dream, but their value and their importance is not defined by them making money. Monetization is a choice you can make. Either pursue it or don't. It's not a measure of your self-worth. Now, for those of you who want to monetize your dream, but you don't think it's possible, all right? For those of you who want to monetize, but you don't know how, consider these points. How do, where do I even start? How do I even begin to think about making money pursuing this dream? I've always thought it's impossible. Number one, start small and experiment. Start small and experiment. Try different things. I'm going to give you in this bonus section in just a couple of minutes some things to, to start small and experiment with. Don't lock into one possibility. Try it. If it doesn't work, adapt, pivot, try something else. And start small. Don't try to go big right from the beginning. Uh, number two, uh, seek mentorship and guidance. Seek out the wisdom of others who have monetized a dream similar to yours. You know, you can find you can find them on Etsy and you can find them on YouTube. You can find them on podcasts. Seek out their mentorship and guidance, especially if it's in the niche of your dream. Number three, sell before you develop. In our Dream Accelerator, we talk a lot about create an MVP, a minimally viable product. Sell it before you develop it. See if anybody wants to buy it before you 
go on and develop the whole thing. I sold my dream accelerator before I even knew what it was. All right. Number four, believe in your value. Remember, you have something unique and valuable to offer. Believing in your own worth and the potential of your dream is crucial. It demands a mindset shift. Let me ask you this. As you think about your dream, what problem is your dream solving for people? If you haven't defined that, think about it. Because that's valuable. If you are solving a problem for people that is causing them pain, that is valuable. Believe in your value. Is that solution clear? Then make it clear. Next point, stay persistent and patient. Uh, this does not happen overnight. Back to uh, start small and experiment, right? You, you got to keep after it. You can't just try one thing and when it doesn't work, just quit. You have to keep after it and be patient. It takes time to grow an audience, to have people see you, understand what solution you're offering. It takes greater clarity in your languaging and in your processing as you're communicating it to people. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with the market. Stay persistent. Consistency matters. And then celebrate small wins. I was just working with a coaching client the other day, and she had completely forgotten the wins that she had made during the year because she's embroiled in a really difficult situation right now, and that's all she can see. And so her big takeaway from the coaching session the other day was she has an assignment to go and celebrate a recent win with her partner. Celebrate them. Don't just move on to the next thing. Surround yourself with a supportive network. Man, that's why I started the Dream Accelerator. It's more than, it was more than just trying to get content out. It was trying to really help people move from A to B and doing it in a supportive network. This pursuing your dream thing can be so isolating. Community really does matter. Get yourself in a community that supports you in wanting to monetize your dream. Now, for the bonus section, and if you haven't taken notes yet, you might want to pull out a piece of paper right now, hit pause on the podcast, get your favorite pen, and uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to rattle off some brainstormed ideas about what you can do to monetize a dream. There's some creative and unique ways that maybe you haven't heard of, and it often involves thinking outside the box to find a, one of these or a combination of these ideas that can help you start your monetization strategy. Okay, so here are some of the innovative ideas uh, that may not widely be considered by you. Number one, you ready? Here we go. Try some online courses and workshops. Share your expertise or passion by creating um, webinars, online courses, workshops. Use platforms like Udemy, Teachable, Circle, or Skillshare that allow you to reach a global audience. Okay? Maybe you're just thinking locally, but your dream can reach a global audience today with some of these platforms. All right, how about trying subscription-based content? 
offer exclusive content to subscribers on platforms like Circle, Patreon, or Substack. Subscribers can access premium content from you, community forums that are engaging in your content, or even virtual events for a recurring monthly fee. How about virtual experiences? Host host some virtual experiences or tours related to your dream. I mean, this could include virtual travel experiences, behind-the-scene tours, or immersive online events. How about this one? Custom creations. Create personalized handcrafted items related to your passion and sell them. See if they sell on platforms like Etsy. If you have a particular type of music you want to sell or you create custom merchandise or memorabilia, sell them. Niche consulting. Offer specialized consulting or advisory services to individuals or businesses in your niche. Your expertise could be a valuable asset for those looking for guidance. Crowdfunding. Crowdsourcing. Launch a campaign on platforms like Kickstarter or Indiegogo to fund a project, to fund a product related to your dream. You can leverage those crowdsourcing platforms to gather ideas and support from a community of enthusiasts like you. How about digital projects? Develop and sell things like ebooks. Templates, presets, digital art. These products can have high profit margins and it requires minimal ongoing maintenance. Once you've created it, it's up there selling for you. How about doing what I'm doing right now? Podcasting or create a YouTube channel centered around your passion. And you can monetize through sponsorships, affiliate marketing, merchandise sales, or Patreon support, live stream performances. If your dream involves performing arts or entertainment, why not live stream on Twitch or YouTube Live? And viewers can support you through tips and subscriptions. I have a friend who, during the the pandemic, did a lot of live stream performances and uh, asked for tips and was able to survive through the pandemic with his music. And he's all but stopped that now. But why? Why not continue to do live stream performances? There's freemium models. Yeah, freemium, F-R-E-E-M-I-U-M, freemium models. Offer a free version of your dream-related content or service, then upsell premium features content, or experiences to a committed and dedicated audience. Licensing and merchandising. Explore licensing opportunities for creative work, such as artwork, music, or designs. I mean, it can involve home decor or clothing. Affiliate marketing. Promote products or services related to your dream through affiliate marketing. Earn commissions by recommending projects to your audience, by recommending resources that you genuinely believe in and you get a cut of every time someone signs up for that product 
or that service. Affiliate marketing sometimes is a great way to uh, monetize. Uh, kudos to my sister for this next one. Event planning and hosting. Organize events, workshops, retreats related to your passion. And charge participants for tickets to these unique experiences. Maybe you love bringing people together and you're the hostess with the mostess. Well, figure out a way to create an event that people want to come to and sell tickets. Digital subscriptions, membership sites. Create a membership site where subscribers can access exclusive content, community forums, resources, or discounts related to your dream. How about collaborative projects? One of my coaching clients uh, got to know an artist uh, that loves to use uh, photography as an art form. And she loves writing poetry. Well, they collaborated on a book together. Um, so they co-authored this book, His Art, Her Poetry, connected to that art. What? Who could you collaborate with? We're going to hear more about joint ventures next week. Um, but maybe you want to create a joint venture with someone else or themed events with multiple contributors. You don't have to do this alone. How about interactive apps or games? Develop a mobile app or games that engage users in interactive experience related to your dream. Monetize through in-app purchases, ads, or premium versions. Oh, man, think about all the games you play and all of the pop-up um, purchases and ads. Maybe you have it in you to create your own interactive app or game. And then finally, nonprofit initiatives. Maybe you establish a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to a cause related to your dream, and you make the money to keep it going through fundraising efforts and grants that can support your mission while you're making a positive impact in the world pursuing your dream. Whew. That's a list of 17 ideas. Maybe you have more. I'd love to hear them if you do. Pick one um, and give it a shot. Thanks so much for joining us again today for another episode of Stop Doubting Your Dream. If you want to share um, this podcast uh, with anyone, I would really appreciate it. If you want to share which part of this podcast was helpful to you and that inspired you to take action today, please share that with me. I love to hear your stories. You can reach me uh, down in the show notes below. Uh, there's ways to get in contact with me. Share your insights. If you love the show today and you're listening on Apple, I would encourage you to, first of all, download the episode. That helps it get noticed. Scroll down in your app and leave a review. That also helps it have some validity and get noticed by a wider audience. Your reviews and your downloads help others find the show. Next week on the show, we're going to be joined by some special guests and explore whether or not it's a good idea to pursue your dream as a joint venture with someone else. I'm going to share how partnerships are wrought with special challenges and unique opportunities. They can lead to heartache or expansive joy. Deciding whether or not to make your dream pursued a joint venture 
can be a very debilitating choice. It's hard to decide. And a lot of fear pops up, which causes us to doubt whether we should do it or not. So I'm going to talk next week about how to make that choice with these special guests. So I want to do this next week so that as in every episode, that you can take action and move forward with confidence with your decision. So join me back here next week. And until then, the journey towards your dream begins today. Take action with a single step.